Hello, and thanks so much for joining me for another episode of Face the Facts. I'm your host, April Moss. I'm glad you're here today, and thank you so much for supporting Real America's Voice and my investigative work. We want to thank our sponsors, MyPillow.com and Mike Lindell. So appreciative for him uh, and for all he does for our country. And you can stock up on some essentials for your home, towels, bed sheets robes, pajamas, and my personal favorite, the leather moccasins. Make sure you use promo code April at the checkout for up to 66% off. And I'd also like to thank Dr. Zelenko for formulating a protocol that's easy to take at your home with vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, and quercetin. These formulations of ingredients mimic what many of the early treatment pharmaceutical drugs do uh, with your body to help make you strong and your immune system ready to go so that you can battle any virus that comes your way. So make sure you're boosting your immune system for yourself and your children. My entire family uses the Z-Stack protocol. Make sure you head over to aprilmosstv.com forward slash Z-Stack to pick up your supplements today and save 10% at the link. While we're seeing it infiltrated across much of corporate America, the woke policies and far left agenda of the Marxist playbook infiltrating into some of the biggest companies that we know. Today, we're going to be taking a look at Disney ESPN. Just a few days ago, Project Veritas released a brand new undercover report from a whistleblower named Trevor Adams. I had the pleasure of sitting down with Trevor today and discussing what is going on within ESPN and what happened to him when he began to push back against the unconstitutional vaccine mandates that the company was enforcing. Let's have a listen. Trevor, thank you so much for joining us today. Your story made national headlines when you went ahead and outed ESPN and Disney Corporation. Tell us, how long were you there as an employee? So first of all, April, thank you for having me on the show. I started with ESPN and Disney in 2014. Okay. And over the years that you were there, did you notice that all of a sudden, I'm just curious, when you first started, did you notice how much ESPN pushed the race card in, in everything they did? Or was this something that kind of began to develop just recently in the last six months or so? I would say in the very beginning, I didn't notice it that much. We were very small and we signed some network deals with other networks and the company grew a lot and it brought a lot more people here. And that's when I started feeling or noticing the difference between the local people here and the people they brought in. I saw a lot of faith believing Christians and Patriots lose their job, being forced to leave the company. And that just kind of increased over time. But I would say with the George Floyd incident, they really doubled down on their wokeness, so to speak. And that's when you really saw the political divisions, the retaliation, the discrimination just increase rampantly in the building. So I would say the summer of 2020, you really saw these things come to light. It's interesting you say that because that's exactly when I noticed it happening at my local affiliate, CBS Detroit. Same exact time frame. It was like a very stark contrast that, that we were no longer the same company anymore after that event. 
so I'm curious, you know, it was really interesting to me to see all of the undercover footage that you got from all of the employees. Um, have any of them reached out to contact you? Were they shocked to see their, their faces? There you are know? a few that have reached out to me and, and I've responded back to those that I, I mm -hmm. feel that I need to speak to. Mm -hmm. um, it was something I did not want to do. I, I feel like yeah. I gave everyone an opportunity to be brave and come forward. But after a while, nobody did that. So I felt like I had to make a decision, wear a camera and, and record. Because at that point, I felt like nobody is going to listen to me. I have to show them what's going on in this company. And, and these are good people. But at the same time, they all had an opportunity to come forward. And in the world today, we all need to start stepping up. Well, I couldn't agree more with that comment. Um, for sure, that's exactly why we're in the situation we're in, is that people are more afraid of losing their jobs than doing what's right these days. Um, certainly, I think that what was really interesting about the footage that was released through Project Veritas was that there were so many of you all on the same page with, it just seems like it was a very negative working environment. I'd love for you to just share with me a little bit about, you know, it seems like a lot of the employees backed you up, supported you in, in, in how you felt. And, um, and agreed that this was wrong, the direction that the company was going. Yes, uh, a lot of people were on the same page and they've seen the things I've seen. And like I said before, nobody was brave enough or just willing to come forward. And it's probably because we have seen people in the past speak up and they are retaliated against. The company finds something on them or starts investigating them and kind of makes their life hell in, inside the building. And they try to pressure these people to quit. So I understand a lot of people can't come forward with personal situations and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, I understand that, but it's just, you shouldn't have to come to work and feel uncomfortable in your job. And um, these days, Disney ESPN's doubled down on their wokeness. They're pushing a lot of these diversity and inclusion programs on the uh, national level, but inside this building, they are not enforcing those um, policies and, and narratives. And it's just unfortunate because it's just further dividing us more inside this company. Yeah, speaking of the division as well, I I know that Disney had enacted the the vaccine mandate for employees. Um, was this something that you tried to fight internally uh, through trying to get exemptions, and and what happened with that? So me personally, I had COVID in two thousand. When was it? 20, 2020. It was March mm -hmm. of twenty twenty when when it first started. I was actually on the road when the sports world shut down, and I got home a few weeks later, and I had COVID. And I let my supervisors and managers know. And since then, they've they've known where I've stood. They know that per my medical advice, I was told not to get the vaccine because I have natural antibodies to it. And so there was never anything brought to me about the vaccine mandate after that. It wasn't until I had my meeting with HR on uh, November 7th where they first brought up my situation with the vaccine mandate. They asked me why I haven't filled out any forms, why I didn't upload my vaccination card. And I explained to them, my supervisors, managers knew that I had COVID and I was not going to get the vaccine per medical advice. Mm -hmm. So at that point, I could tell they are probably about to terminate me because I didn't go ahead with their their policy and their and their deadlines. So I then asked for a religious exemption because, you know, mm -hmm. I, I wanted to see if there was a possibility of me staying. And so they granted my religious exemption. It took about a month and a half. And with that process. I had to go through about a 45 minute meeting with Disney HR proving my faith to this company, which mm -hmm. I know is illegal, I think, in many ways. 
but I, I went, uh, I went along with them and I complied and I answered their questions. I, they asked me questions such as what do people in your church feel? Do they agree with you? How, how do you stand on the supplements, the vaccines? Do you consider this the mark of the beast? It, it was these very were questions that you had to fill out to get a religious exemption. Yes. These are questions I had to answer. They had, they asked me, do I consider the vaccine as the mark of the beast? So it, it was, it was, I felt like I was attacked for my faith and I had to prove to these people that I was genuine. And I, I asked Jesus into my, into my life when I was eight years old. And, and thankfully I had a card showing that. So I sent that to him and I think that kind of stopped them in their tracks. Uh, but yeah, it was a crazy process and it took them a well, a month and a half to finally approve it. I'm actually amazed they even approved it because CVS wasn't even accepting religious or medical exemptions. But um, so you, so this was November, 2021 or 2020 when this started to go down. So the religious exemption process started in November of 2021 and that right. wasn't approved until the last week of December, 2021. Right. Same so you're waiting all month, you know, not sure whether you're going to have a job for, you know, before Christmas or not. Exactly. And this all started mm -hmm. during a time when they, told me on October 1st, after they sent the police to my house to not step foot onto ESPN property while they investigated my claims. Yeah. Can you share with us that, that story? Because this was from a social media post that they were tracking. Um, tell us a little bit of background about that, please. Yeah. So first of all, I've never had social media until just until the summer of 2021. 20, uh, um, I just wanted to let people know about the vaccine mandate and how Disney and ESPN were enforcing the, the deadline and the mandate. So I had four words in my bio that said, come see what happens now in these bios on Instagram, they, they only allow you to put so much. So mm -hmm. that's the four words I came up with. This is the deadline. Come see what happens. They really were scared of that. So mm -hmm. honestly, and no one in the building knew about my social media, nobody. It wasn't until an HR manager from Bristol, Connecticut, which is the home base of ESPN reached out to an employee in Charlotte and say, Hey, do you know this Trevor Adams? He has a social media account and these four words come see what happens is scaring a lot of the management and HR up here. Is he going to go shoot up the place? Because if he is, I want you out of the building. This is her reaching out to her friend who's another coworker of mine who's in the video. Her name's Terea. And so now that just spread like wildfire in the building. And at the same time, I'm not allowed in the building. I've been away. I have people in the building smearing my name. And making it look like that um, some kind of threat so at that point um were people confronting you and saying hey trevor like what are your intentions here and and did they give you a chance to kind of explain it has nothing to do with violence it has everything to do with let's find out what management does for their employees to re respect their rights their autonomy and of their body well my friends and, and uh my friends inside the building who were still working reached out to me and, and they weren't scared they didn't see anything mm -hmm. from the post and it was them that told me that when they told me to leave the building they brought in undercover cops um wow when they told me to be, to be home and not come to the property but i did have my uh first hr meeting two days before they told me to leave the property and they and before they sent the cops to my house and i explained to them exactly what i meant by those four words on my post on my Instagram mm -hmm. bio. And they still thought it was a threat. They, like I said, they brought in undercover cops. They told me to not step on property. And um, and then they started investigating me instead of my claims that I brought forth regarding the racism and discrimination. 
So it was really interesting though, because when the police came to your house, um, even the police officer said, there's nothing here. I don't see any, any threat. Is that correct? Exactly. So the police officer came to my house and I showed him my, my Instagram bio and he's like, yeah, that is not a threat. I don't know why I'm here. I'm not sure what this is all about, but it sounds foolishness. And, uh, that was it. And he, and he left, but I continued well, to be on administrative leave from October 1st, all the way until January. They kept me out of the building. I felt like it was a scare tactic intimidation mm -hmm. while this whole time I'm home. I have people on the building talking about me in a negative light because of my Instagram that mm -hmm. HR has put out there to spread among the employees. So since this all happened and went down and you've been home for now several months, um, have any employees who know your true heart, who understand you, have you seen any support from them or do you feel like it's just, you've pretty much been isolated and, you know, segregated? I would say in the very beginning when I sent the company email regarding all the issues in the building, I had a lot of support, a lot of text messages, emails, phone calls, because they, they see what's happening in the building. Mm -hmm. But since then, that, that support has died down, or at least they haven't reached out to me. And I think a lot of it is because the company has told them, do not go near this man, do not reach out to him. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what else they're saying, but they're making me look like a threat. So you know, I understand yeah. for these people to protect their employment that they're not going to come near me or speak to me at this point. You know, Trevor, you were you were behind the camera, correct? You were in production. And did you ever think that this was going to be what your what your career was going to end up looking like, where you were going to have to fight internally for the right to protect what goes into your body, one, and two, have to defend your faith, and three, um, dealing with woke policies where everyone seems to be miserable within ESPN. Um, did you ever think in your wildest dreams that this is how it was going to turn out? Wow. Good question. No, I never imagined myself in this situation today. When I first started ESPN, it was a dream come true. I was doing freelance TV, reality TV for 15, 15 years prior to that, where it kept me on the road a lot. So I was so glad I was able to work near home um, and, and join somewhat of a family and be consistent with the schedule and, and, and people I work with. It, it was a dream come true. But over time, mm -hmm. it was not a dream come true. It ended up being a nightmare as I see a lot of other people, including myself, who came forward with issues and they just kept sweeping it, them under the rug and nothing ever happened. And, and the, instead, the company just doubled down on their wokeness and started dividing people with just mm -hmm. medical persecution, political persecution, more racism and discrimination in the building. So, yeah, never saw myself at this point. I think everyone has a breaking point and, and, and mine was. Obviously, it happened a few months ago, and I, I decided to come forward. You know, Trevor, you're a dad, you're a husband. Um, I know that this was not an easy decision for you to make. You know, you're the the provider of your household. Um, what has been the response from your family and friends um, as you've walked through the situation? A lot of people will tell me that I'm very brave, and uh, I have balls. Like, I don't know if I can say that <laughs> on TV. <laughs> <laughs> but well, you just did. So, <laughs> so um, um, but yes, very supportive. A lot of people are, of course, praying for me, praying for my family, yeah. worried about our future because I am now a target, I guess, in, in, in mm -hmm. some words. Um, uh, people may attack me for this, but um, it's scary. I don't know what's in my future. 
my faith is strong in God and I believe he will take care of me and my family and, and I'm looking forward to the future. Yeah. And Trevor, I think it's going to be a bright future because there's plenty of um, organizations and companies that would love to have your talents and somebody with integrity and character who is not going to just go along uh, with a, a policy that a company puts forth uh, simply to just toe the line. Um, I certainly think that you're brave and courageous. I'm so grateful that you join me today on Face the Facts and uh, tell everybody where they can find you to support you. Um, you've got a Give, Send, Go link. Yes, I have a give, send, go link forward slash ESPN whistleblower. Right. Any donations, prayers you can send are truly appreciated in this time. And you can also find me on Instagram called uh, my handle is the real Trevor Adams. Trevor, thank you so much. And everyone, I want you to go out and support him today. Just if everybody that watches this, that sees this donates $5, that's going to be a huge blessing to Trevor and his family. Trevor, you're brave, you're courageous. I know that this is not the end. It's just the beginning of a very good journey that God has in store for you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, April. Once again, don't forget to go over to givesendgo.com forward slash ESPN whistleblower to support Trevor and his family today. Send him a, a little message of your appreciation for what he did to expose the far left Marxist agenda that has been infiltrating Disney and ESPN. And once again, we want to thank our fabulous sponsors. I am styled today by Culture of Life 1972. Head over to col1972.com and use my promo code APRIL. You'll get up to 10% off of wonderful high quality uh fashion and jewelry. And I want to also remind everyone to head over to mypillow.com, use promo code April at the checkout for an additional 66% off. Thanks so much for joining me today on Face the Facts.